Well, I'm gonna talk about eco-terrorism. Got too excited about jorts. I'm leaving now with my Roomba or your blood on my hands. I'm back. Back on my bullshit. What is meme if not airhorn persevering? No, this is this is not a family show. And I quote, many American titties. Why'd you have to bring Dane Cook to this, Andrew? No one wanted that. Oh, you guys are not ready for what I've got today. And I've apparently hit the very end of my attention span. Give me like 30 seconds, I'm looking for rhymes. Hello and welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. In this show, we take time out of our busy adult lives to talk about comic books, video games, and, well, this is going to be depressing, how the Morbius movie is the perfect metaphor for the end of the pandemic, in that it's always been three months away for two years now. You've made it, you've taken a bad thing, (laughs) and you've made it even worse. That is the worst thing. That's really the energy we're going to start season five with? Matt, um, Matt, it's 8 a.m. where yes. I am. Yes, that's the energy we're going to start <laughs> season five with. That's the energy I'm starting my 2022 with. So Morbius is my favorite movie that's never coming out. Yeah. It, Morbius is also my favorite movie that's, that's never coming out. And on this very happy note, allow me to formally welcome you all listeners to the newest wing of DT exclamation point HQ, the Debate This Test Kitchen. It smells great here. Yeah. Yeah, it's like beautiful. new car and kitchen. Yeah, it looks like a brand new YouTube set. I really like that you put the exclamation point after debate this and again after test kitchen. Well, the really exclamation excited. point is in our branding. Yeah, the it's brand is yeah. really excited. Yeah. So, so you may be asking listeners, why are debate this in a test kitchen and why can't I see it? Well, to answer the first one, uh, God King slash Iron Chef Bobby Flay himself loved Matt's spot-on Eastern New Jersey accent so much in our last year's episode titled Beat Bobby Blood Boy Flay that he that Bobby Flay just straight-up gifted us this state-of-the-art facility that is totally real and not made up. And here we are. If you subscribe to the Patreon, stay tuned for the post-show where we make Andrew say Beat Bo- Bobby Blood Boy Flay five times fast without stopping (laughs) and so joining me today are three of the world's most foremost expert in audibly recreating video game cuisine which like to be fair are you guys not (laughs) okay so like i'll argue that we aren't but also when you say most foremost is that like a double (laughs) negative it's atm i think it's just it's an atm machine pin number kind of thing i think you just don't need it okay all right yeah, but I wrote it in the script and it's staying in there because I'm in charge today. The sentence, the most four experts, doesn't yep. feel right either. The first ever, or very first ever. Uh, please welcome to the test kitchen. Todd evolves your Pokemon, Thomas. Matt makes Kirby invincible coal. And Kyle lets you save the game in Donkey Kong Country, Harper. I Who wants to guess? I want to guess. I know what it is. It's what other candies do in other games. Yeah, it's That's all correct. candy does. It's all things candy does. What's the Donkey Kong one? Now I'm not Candy Kong. With. <laughs> God, fuck you. Candy Absolutely. Kong. Oh, my God. The eye roll that Todd just gave almost <laughs> makes me wish this wasn't an audio medium. I'm so mad because I do like the Donkey Kong lore because it's wild. But yeah. I'm so mad. Future Matt and future Kyle, we're going to need you to inject some some very bright and non-obtrusive Great British Bake Off background noise right here. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, gentlemen, today's competition is all about candy. Namely, 
the most famous candy in all of gaming. That's right, boys. Today's challenge will be to recreate the tastiest candy from Candy Crush Saga. Has anybody played Candy Crush Saga? Because I haven't. I have never played Candy Crush Saga, no. I played Candy Crush. I don't know if it was a saga at the time. <laughs> Perfect. But like, before I had a smartphone days, I had Candy Crush on my iPod Touch to kill time while I'm tearing tickets at the movie theater. Well, I think that makes you, Kyle, the most foremost expert. That will come out in my answers today, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Which was the correct utilization of that double or that double expletive. If the premise today would have been off of a different Facebook game, Farmville, you'd have all been fucked. But <laughs> no, I've got nothing. Todd had a, a plantation on Farmville. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't like that. It was a it was a mega farm. Mega farm. I will will plant my flag as the ground as a second hand candy crush expert. Because my partner is is a diehard addicted Candy Crush player, but I have never I've never touched the Candy Crush. I've just watched over her shoulder. <laughs> oh, I never touched the stuff. You, you just <laughs> got contact highs from me. I am I, I am not a social Candy Crusher. No. Wait does <laughs> does Maddie play Candy Crush in the year of our Lord twenty twenty two? Every day, Kyle, every single day. She told me wow. today, she told me not 20 minutes ago that, listen, the thing about Candy Crush is it's all about watching some ads. You sometimes you just got to watch some ads to get the extra five moves to finish the level. And even if you don't finish the level, you learn more about how to beat the level. She treats Candy Crush like a roguelike. <laughs> she, has, she has turned Candy Crush into a roguelike. Wait, is about Candy Crush a roguelike? She has ad watching strats. I don't know enough about Candy Crush to confidently say Candy Crush isn't a roguelike. I mean, I believe it. It's, I mean, yeah. Candy Candy Crush is a an ad viewing app that has a cute, colorful game attached to it, <laughs> if we're all being real with ourselves. I guess the only difference between Candy Crush and Dark Souls is that Dark Souls doesn't have ads. That's the only difference between <laughs> those two games. <laughs> oh, man. All right, boys, let's begin with each of you introducing which of the famous candies from notoriously famous game, mobile game Candy Crush Saga that you have each created and why and we'll start with todd yeah this is this is a real easy one so first off shout out to bobby flay what a guy what a guy for putting this yeah, wing on our sure. headquarters matt can we get a quick uh can we get a, a a clean bobby flay take please yo it's me bobby flay from beat bobby flay <laughs> perfect <laughs> anyway andrew and the other chefs that i think have to taste this the judges I don't, I don't know the premise, so yeah. It's Great British Bake Off. Let's move gotcha, on. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> um, I'm bringing you just something special today and unique that I think it's really going to hit the spot of exactly what you, Andrew, and what anyone else may be looking for. So today I'm bringing you the Lucky Candy. So the thing about the Lucky Candy. so it's Going this... on the wiki to know uh -huh. what Todd is talking about. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> so you're going to glimpse into the orb. You're going to touch the orb. It's a perfectly round orb, and it's just appealing to all senses. So its appearance um, and, and just the way that it is, it's somehow just mysterious in, in its ability to always be exactly what you're looking for as far as like a taste profile. So <laughs> what I'm telling you here today, Andrew, is that using the state-of-the-art kitchen appliances 
uh, that have been brought to us by Bobby Flay, along with locally sourced fruits and, of course, sugarcane in the raw and maybe some secret ingredients. I really think the judges are going to consider themselves lucky to taste it today. That wasn't a pun. <laughs> it was just a sentence with an emphasis. You're right. You can't just say the name of the thing like it's a joke. It doesn't work like that. No, I did. I said I said the name. I, I said the name of the thing. Yeah, okay. Got it out of me. So as another person who is looking at the wiki, which, mm-hmm. listener, it'll be linked in the show notes, but it's candycrush.fandom.com. Yeah, it has to be. I am looking at the Lucky Candy, and I want to say that every Halloween... When the local news runs a story about check your kids' candy, your neighbors are trying to give them drug candy. This is the drugs candy. This is the drugs candy for sure. Yeah, listeners, if you ever get handed a singular translucent orb with a check mark on it from a neighbor at Halloween, don't eat it. There's drugs in that Mm -hmm. candy. This is the drug candy, probably. I have to say I really like the texturing on Mm. the on the drug candy. It is pretty nice. It's almost like it's exactly what you're looking for. When you want it, gentlemen. Any uh, any any response to Todd doing the "We have all the powers" candy? Oh, it's a real Metal Dracula it's situation. A, it's a, today. Yep, we all we all were ready for Todd to do a Metal Dracula, and perfect. I think it's old hat. I think I think people are tired <laughs> of it, and I think. But how do you get tired of something that's always what you want? You don't always know what you want, Todd. Mm, the heart does. You haven't learned that. In, haven't learned that lesson in life. <laughs> the heart knows. <laughs> Metal Dracula was so 2021, Todd. It's 2022 now. You need a new bit. <laughs> we'll have to figure out when was Metal Dracula. I feel like that's like... It was 20, like 2018. 2018, yeah. Right? yeah. Anyway, listeners, one time I gave Dracula a metal cap and everyone got mad, so... We're still a little mad about it. Matt, your turn. Yeah, all right. So, guys, I'm here to talk to you about the jellyfish. Now, let me clarify. <laughs> the jellyfish is not... A jellyfish, like a sack with with twiddly bits. No, the jellyfish <laughs> tendrils, maybe Matt. No nope. tentacles. There's, sure, there's, he used the scientific name for them, Todd. The twiddly bits. Yeah. Good point. You you need to learn your Latin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Wow. Well, all right. The jellyfish. So the jellyfish again, not not your standard jellyfish, which you might expect it to be. No, it is like jelly an adjective describing the word fish it is a fish made of jelly it's a non-branded swedish fish you guys okay and kyle my friend you have found the angle right because we are recreating a famous candy from candy crush in a competition where i assume the goal is to make the tastiest candy so what i want to point out to you guys today is that already top tier candy Swedish fish exists here in the Candy Crush universe. And so we're going to recreate the jellyfish candy from Candy Crush, which is a special candy that I've learned a lot about in the last hour from the Wikipedia. And I would like to tell you some things about it. <laughs> How could you have learned a lot about it? There's like five lines on the. <laughs> Yeah, right? Well, you must not There's have There's less gone... than 20 words written about this candy. Kyle, you didn't go to candycrush.fandom.com slash wiki slash jelly underscore fish underscore parentheses special underscore candy parentheses. Great. You're right. I'm there now. Because that is the full page about the jellyfish. There's a lot of information about the jellyfish. Yeah. 
There really is. Anyway, so the jellyfish is a special candy. Sometimes it appears it starts screens, but only after level 2,406. <laughs> Before that, it was only available in jelly levels. And the other thing that you need to know, apparently, about the jellyfish is since level 41, it can appear in any level type and also in marmalade. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> but what I do know is that also in the Candy Crush world, there are bobbers in some levels that are like boat themed, water themed, dock themed i think it's dock themed there are bobbers that when you're sitting on the dock of the bay you can activate to give you jellyfish so the jellyfish in in real life in in here our earth swedish fish top tier level candy in sure jellyfish candy crush land mystic special candy that you only get sometimes spawned out of bobbers so what i'm saying is that we're gonna recreate a swedish fish for you today but in the realm of candy crush this is mystic and special <laughs> i think i have questions but i'm gonna hold on to them because i think i think you might paint yourself into a corner and that's when i'll spring <laughs> them on you i don't think so todd i think i'm in a wide open field a wild a wide open field of jellyfish a jellyfish field if you will but like fish made of jelly yes fish made of jelly specifically what i'm going to recreate today is the blue one and that's important but we'll get to that later not lanky tentacle bits or whatever you call twiddly them bits. twiddly oh, bits twiddly bits oh sorry i, don't I have went the wiki to college open. <laughs> i do want to call out that it's really important that the wiki that Candy crush.fandom.com slash wiki slash jelly underscore fish underscore parentheses special underscore candy and parentheses specially calls out that jelly space fish should not be confused with one word jellyfish the character, which is a <laughs> sentient jellyfish with the aforementioned twiddly bits. So uh -huh. that really seems like lazy design. Can, yeah, on can the... you run that again real quick, Andrew? I don't think I caught it. All right, Kyle. Back to you. Andrew, judges, today I have brought you not only my favorite candy from the Candy Crush saga, but a little a little bit of a game. Um, to, I'm making for the for you and the judges today the mystery candy. You'll recognize it by its its egg shape and its green question mark on the outside. But the fantastic thing about this candy is you don't know what it's going to taste like until you bite into it. It could be anything. It could even be the lucky candy or the blue jellyfish. We don't know. It's a mystery. <laughs> um, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's it's the mystery candy. You um, in game, you don't know what it does until you drop it into the level. It is usually good, but sometimes, not unlike jelly beans or other mystery flavors, it's sometimes very bad. And you guys might be asking, why would I bring a potentially bad candy to this competition? And to that, I say. That's the fun of the mystery candy, guys. It adds a little bit of danger, and that's what I'm bringing to the table today. So is this is this mystery like it, it's a wild card, or is this mystery like the Dum Dum's lollipop mystery, which is just the end of the batch of the syrup? <laughs> I was gonna ask the same question, so here we are. It is a little of column A and a little of column B. Okay. We definitely throw slap that mystery candy wrapper on our ambiguous sludge as we swap flavors in the candy machine but also 
sometimes we put licorice with spicy cinnamon candy and see see how it tastes and call that the same thing too stop stop question one answer kyle (laughs) licorice with cinnamon whatever you said it's a mystery candy todd doesn't have to make sense there's no logic to it it's a mystery we just gotta keep you 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 hold him back i'm calling the police yeah um okay so if todd's candy definitely had drugs in it kyle's Mm -hmm. candy is scary drugs well kyle's candy (laughs) is like you put all of your drugs in a bag and then you pulled out three drugs and made a candy of those three drugs it could be a happy edible or it could be a heroin needle Mm -hmm. it could be any kind of drug and that's the fun of the game game, wow i said mine joking and then kyle said it for real (laughs) todd's candy are like fun hallucinogenics Mm -hmm. kyle's candy are like you just took a bunch of pill bottles <laughs> and like dumped them all out on the table. Mm-hmm. So it's like heartworm medicine. <laughs> There's heartworm medicine next to the Oxycontin yeah. next to the Viagra. Which one are you going to grab? Yeah. You don't know. What kind of Saturday night do you want to have? <laughs> Never a good one. All right. So if I may summarize this, we've got magical Swedish fish, mystical Swedish fish, which among the three is, I think at this point, the one that I can ha- wrap my head around the, war- the most. Definitely not drugs. Because hmm. uh, Todd's are... What might, the might answer is, Todd's candy, Lucky Candy, is whatever I want it to be. And then Kyle's candy, the mystery candy, is whatever Kyle wants it to be. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> I appreciate that you think I have that level of control over the mystery candy, Andrew. It's it's truly a mystery to us all. Whatever fate wants it to be. Yes. I really am sandwiched between the mystery dum-dum and the white airheads. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Aren't white airheads just like blue raspberry with banana? Isn't that? I think their flavors are intentional, where the dum-dums yeah. are, are actually this is what's left. Yeah. 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 They're the breadsticks of the dum dum. We're we're cannon. pushing a new flavor through the sucker. <laughs> what? Ma- through the sucker Wait, maker. Shut up! Hold on. They're the breadsticks yeah. of the dum dum cannon. Yeah, yeah. Like how like Pizza and and Little Little Caesars they make their breadsticks by like the discarded dough that like they don't have enough dough to make the pizza. That's how like dum dums is just like the syrup that doesn't. They don't have enough syrup to do one flavor, so they just like, all mash it all together. That's one hundred percent not how those two establishments make b- breadsticks anymore. But I... <laughs> all right, prompt number two. <laughs> I'm reading from the script now, and we're not talking about breadsticks. You've all done a great job, or whatever, recreating these iconic candies from everyone's mom's favorite mobile game, Candy Crush Saga. But. Gentlemen, here's the thing. All this discussion around Candy Crush Saga has sparked the interest of Great British Bake Off alum and notorious Candy Crush fan, Paul Hollywood, who one might say is the British Bobby Flay, (laughs) one might say. Um, Anyway, he's on his way here right now to judge these entrants. So I need each of you to tell me why your candy is better compared to the absolute slop that was just made by your other two competitors. And we will start with Todd. Um, oh, hey, Paul Hollywood, who I he's not here yet. know who he's, that is. He's not here yet. I didn't Google who that way. is right that was... before we recorded. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so so here's here's the thing. So if we're talking about what our candies do, because this is Candy Crush, and I'm guessing we're at some point going to talk about what our candies do. Maybe that's how this works. Yeah, I don't know, so you're talking about what your candies do and how it's better yeah. than the other two. Yeah, this is exactly sure. what I said. <laughs> well, great, thank you. Um, here's the thing. So... I get that, like, Matt's Matt's jellyfish does, like, some neat parlor tricks where it eats other candies once it is made into a line of jellyfish, I think. And that's cool and, and functional if you want your candies eaten. And Kyle's 
could also happen to just end up being Matt's jellyfish that also ends up eating more candies as it's put together, or it could be vomit candy. I don't know. Who's to say? That's the fun of the mystery candy, Todd. Uh, the thing, you, you either know what you're getting and it's not great or you don't know what you're getting and it could easily be not great. The thing about the Lucky Candy is it looks inward to what you desire most and it gives it to you. You know, uh, Paul Hollywood, are you looking to experience the rich taste of a chocolate donut? With, oh, he's okay. Well, I'm then I'm practicing this in the mirror until he gets here. Perfect. Okay. Okay, Todd, say this to Paul Hollywood when he gets here. Um. Okay, Paul Hollywood, do you know that, do, do you want, like, the rich taste of a donut with sprinkles? Well, Lucky Candy will give that to you if you break it. What about, like, some rich, buttery popcorn? Lucky Candy will give that to you if you crush it as well. If your heart desires jellyfish, you get it. And not, let me be specify, that can either be fish made of jelly or the sentient twiddly bits kind of thing. If that's what you really want, Lucky Candy will give that to you. Because it knows what you want, and it wants you to be happy and fulfilled. How does the Lucky Candy know what I want when I don't know what I want, Todd? Same question. Yeah, I, you know, using only the ingredients of the test kitchen we've been given, I don't know how the Eldritch Magic comes together, but it does. (laughs) And it's best not to question it. So you're chastising me for not knowing my candy, where you you can make the oh, same claim. You don't know I, how I never, I never said anything cross about you not knowing how yours gets made. It's that you know yours could easily be bad and you continue to do it. Where, where, where does the lucky start and the mystery end? <laughs> well, I mean... That's what I hope to get into today. <laughs> <laughs> there, there certainly is an overarching air of mystery to the lucky candy. You guys came to play a, a cute candy game. And I brought an existential crisis. So what? What is lucky if not mystery persevering? <laughs> the the thing once you've once you've cracked the lucky candy, you it gives you what you want, which is incredibly satisfying. As we've joked about in your thirties, when no one knows what they want, to suddenly have something make the decision for you of like, no, this is actually what you want, and you're fulfilled in knowing that it's right. Embrace the lucky candy. Okay. <laughs> Is it my that, turn now? It, you, sure. How horrible yeah. is it that we, Todd is promising you exactly what you want, and our overwhelming reaction is... <laughs> <laughs> well, look, guys, I'm almost 34, and society market, marketing and commercials and advertising been promising me exactly what I've wanted for 34 years. Haven't gotten it yet, so I'll remain skeptical. Matt, Damn, go ahead. Andrew's writing my arguments for me. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, you want to talk about Andrew writing your arguments for you. Andrew, I want to read back to you the last sentence of the question you just asked us. I need each of you to tell me why your candy is better compared to the absolute slop made by your other two competitors. And Andrew, I I am here to point out that in that sentence... The two nouns are candy and slop. I brought you a candy. The other two have literally brought you a slop of flavor, a slop of leftover flavor (laughs) and nothing. I'm the only one who brought you an actual candy today. But I do want to talk a little bit about why this candy is the best, mainly because it's smart candy. Now, this isn't like a... 
oh, it knows what you want. It or, tracks your data? It tracks yeah, your data. Yeah, so this That's going to track your data <laughs> when it's candy. It's not trying to sell your data. It's just I mean, utilizing cookies. <laughs> anyway, this jellyfish, when activated, it swims off and eats three objective candies. Now, what are objective candies, you might be asking? <laughs> I don't really know because I haven't played the game. Pick, but... pick my hand. Pick my hand. I know this one. All right. Go uh, ahead, Todd. Yeah. Objective candy. So in the higher... Let me just push up my Candy Crush glasses. In the higher levels of Candy Crush, you have objectives. Like you have to clear out blocks or certain candies. You have quests. And, you gotta yeah. Get, you got to get the Chivos. Yeah. And they're, and they're typically like pretty tough to get to. Like you have to break down a certain number of candies to get to it. So it's very helpful that your jellyfish candy will go and hunt them down. However, you sometimes have to wait for them to show up, which would render your jellyfish candies unhelpful. However, if you crush a lucky candy, it becomes an object, an objective. It does it because it knows you need it. I can't think of anything more upsetting than sitting down, getting ready to eat what I assume is my favorite candy because I bought the jellyfish and not some other candy and having it swim away from me. That sounds mm -hmm. absolutely horrible and yeah. and like it would ruin my night. Yeah. So Kyle, I can't imagine sitting down to eat a candy that I just spent a lot of money on and not knowing what the flavor is and biting down People on it. People eat jelly beans every year at easter matt yeah and they're perverts jelly beans are the most popular easter candy yeah but not the gross ones from harry potter land or whatever okay is it worse to have no candy or to have vomit candy i would argue it's the vomit candy but you know what's better than both of those getting exactly what you want exactly what your heart desires anyway keep going Matt. collecting your data todd is the one collecting <laughs> your data first off second off my candy isn't smart like an Amazon Alexa that listens to you and sells your secrets. You have the, to the only government. sentient candy that swims off to do something. My candy is smart like a robot vacuum. And as a proud owner of a robot vacuum, I can tell you it is A, just as smart as it needs to be, and B, not smart enough to not get stuck every once in a while. The jellyfish candy, perfect amount of smart for a smart appliance. However, what I really want to double down on here has nothing to do with the game itself. Andrew, I want to step into this bit with you, and I want to tell you how I'm going to impress Paul Hollywood. Now, again, already discussed, we all agree that here in the real world, Swedish Fish, top-tier candy. It is an objectively good... We never agreed we, we that. We haven't established that. Now, in... The Candy Crush world, you can get jellyfish of any color. So step back into the real world, we all know that the best color of any colored candy is always blue. It's not, blue is it's the not best the flavor, no. right? And so in Candy Crush, yeah. you can get specifically a blue jellyfish. And imagine, Andrew, top-tier candy Swedish fish, top-tier flavor blue, Blue Swedish fish going to blow the socks off Paul Hollywood. I have a question. Hit me. And I, I am here to agree with you that Swedish fish is a very, very good flavor. It has Thank been you. replicated by a number of things, like sports drinks. Like, there's pre-workout that is Swedish fish flavored. I get that. They hand it out to marathon runners. Get it. Matt. Todd. What flavor is Swedish fish? <laughs> 
Swedish fish flavor. What do you mean? <laughs> Swedish. What is yeah. what is the f- <laughs> Okay, here here's my question. What is the flavor profile of Swedish fish and what is the flavor profile of blue Swedish fish? Well, so that's the thing, right? Is like if it's a I mystery ask you, and if you if I know what I want, my lucky candy gets me that blue Swedish fish flavor that is just chef's kiss and perfect. What I'm telling you, Todd, is that everybody knows what the flavor of blue raspberry is. Nobody knows how to describe that flavor mm-hmm. profile. You just know that if you taste blue raspberry, you're like, oh, it's blue. Like, that's the blue flavor. Gatorade. See, that's where I would have gone bears, that. Other yep. blue examples. Kool-Aid. <laughs> it all just tastes blue. And I'm just saying Swedish fish just tastes like Swedish fish. If you really want to know what the actual flavor of Swedish fish is, apparently it's lingonberry. 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 Well, we all learned something today. Wow. The more you know. (laughs) So is this blue lingonberry? Yes. Blue lingonberry. That's where we're landed. We're going to find out the internet has blue blue. lingonberry. Thank you. Not to throw more fuel on the uh, philosophical fire. The philosophier? The philosophier. But if the opposite of an objective fi- objective candy is a subjective candy, <laughs> then and jelly and jellyfish can only eat objective candies. One could argue that both Kyle and Todd's candy are only subjective candies. This is true. Our our candies are like impervious. This is gone. Our candies are impervious to the powers of the blue jellyfish. Yeah, my candy becomes an objective candy, so it really isn't one. We should move on to Kyle. I'm, I, I can't <laughs> Kyle, do this to this early ahead. in the morning. So, Andrew, what sets my candy apart from my two competitors is, as I keep iterating, the call of the unknown. With Matt, <laughs> you know exactly, we all, like he said, we know exactly what a blue Swedish fish is going to taste like. You can go down to the store right now and pick some up. And it's not going to be any different than what Matt is serving you up today. And Todd, he's promising you exactly what you want, which is what every corporation and company has been promising you since the day you were born, Andrew. And have they delivered yet? Never. Precisely. Hollow, empty promises (laughs) and what you already have are what my competitors brought to you today. Mystery candy could taste like anything. It could be bad. We're focusing on the wrong part of that. It could be the best thing you have ever put in your mouth, ever. It could taste like golden chocolate vanilla rainbows. Like, imagine that, Andrew. That's what the mystery candy promises. A real mystery. Something you may never have experienced before and may never experience again. Sure, you might bite into it and just get a blue Swedish fish flavor. But that's good. We know what blue sweet you we like blue Swedish fish. That's fine. Did you were you about to say we know what blue Swedish fish tastes like? <laughs> I would argue the entire rambling specifically do not. We don't know and we hope it's good. Blue Lingenberry. We just we established Blink Blingenberry. Blingenberry. Well, it's only Blingenberry if it's from the Blingen region. <laughs> so that's what I that's what the mystery candy is bringing, Andrew. No 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 empty promises. It's Exa- delivering exactly what it says a mystery good no notes <laughs> i'm gonna turn this bus around by by closing yeah. statements <laughs> all right uh well uh the producers not only are the producers incredibly confused and can't stop pontificating the the idea of subjective candy versus objective reality uh they're also getting a little bit bored with this friendly competition uh they feel like 
they want to really get that Fox reality show energy in here by just injecting tension. Um, we're gonna we're gonna have some some crazy cutaways, some confessionals, some inserted in. You know what they do that in like, Fox reality shows? You know. Okay. Now Paul Hollywood is is on, Paul Hollywood is almost here. He got stuck in traffic, so we got some time and and we got to manufacture that drama. So I'm going to turn my back and I'm going to allow each of you to just low key sabotage your two competitors' creations. I want you to tell our audience, whilst my back is turned, how you're eliminating the competition. And while I'm going to sit here and plug my fingers in my ears, I don't know why I felt the need to put yeah. actually put my fingers <laughs> on my headphones. Mm-hmm. That wasn't relevant or necessary, but here we are. Go, Matt, yeah. Todd. Yeah, this one's this, good. This one's, <laughs> good. This one's super easy because though I've not played Candy Crush, nor do I watch Fox reality shows, my <laughs> grandmother mainlines sabotage. <laughs> yeah, my, my grandmother mainlines both. So this is this is super simple stuff. So we're gonna start with Kyle. So if you recall, Matt made some bold statements about what top tier candy is and is not, and and that's up for frankly debate. irresponsible statements. Todd. Yeah, yeah, reckless <laughs> statements. So I'm going to go the other way and and talk about some agreed upon bad candy flavoring. And so to ruin Kyle's candy, all that's necessary is artificial banana flavoring. Whoa. And maybe if we can get it in there, some additional heat and air if possible. And now if you're asking why that would ruin a candy, I'll tell you those are just some of the major ingredients and steps into creating circus peanuts. What is agreed upon (laughs) to be one of the worst candies ever on earth that is a candy that anyone can agree is in the short list of bad candies. you know what i love about the mystery candy though todd you don't know that adding those things isn't going to improve it because it's a mystery kyle i am you don't and know I say this with more no no kyle i say this with more confidence than i said anything on this podcast ever that i am positive if you add artificial banana flavoring to anything it will get worse See, I like banana runts. I'm also with Matt that are like banana, banana laffy taffy. Yeah, pretty good candy. Like that's a that's a, a B minus candy. I I I'll be honest. I agree with you. Circus peanuts are trash. Did you However, know circus peanuts are banana flavored? That doesn't surprise me now that now hearing it Why? out loud. Yeah. I don't think I've ever gotten past the texture of a circus mm-hmm. peanut to really pay attention to the Eating flavor. Eating a soft packing peanut, I don't want in that. <laughs> hey, anyway, that's not the point. So Matt's turn now. So for Matt, it has to be a little bit different and more targeted, but but less complex. I just need to introduce a small amount of any of the following fruits, specifically their juices. So that could be kiwi, papaya, or what is likely more available, pineapple. So you see, Matt's jelly-based fish is exactly that. It's a jelly. And the enzymes from those fruits will immediately break down the protein molecules that keep that jelly from setting. The only way this doesn't work is if Matt is actually arguing that it's not a jelly-based fish and it is a fish-based jelly. And if that's the case, (laughs) then I'm calling the police right now and they're on their way and you're all going to jail. Did we just ascend ourselves into another episode of Talking Tungsten with Todd Thomas? (laughs) I'm here to talk about the logistics of a fish-based jelly, right? <laughs> I will not die on the hill of fish-based jelly. All I right, then go on that hill with then you. you. Get, then you get a, a, a runny soup. It's already a food. It's called an aspic. An aspic? An aspic is a, is a jelly. That's going to be Norwegian. A gelatin made out of uh, meat protein. Yes. Oh. It's a delicacy. Anyway, uh, enzymes of those fruit break down jellies. It can't set. It's nothing. It's poop. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm currently I'm currently walking around the kitchen just 
punching the air. <laughs> I don't I don't really have much to say about the the whole introducing acid to my jellyfish. Fruit juice. Fruit, fruit it's juice. simple fruit juice ruins it, yeah. I don't really have much to say other than to quote the wiki where it says jellyfish can also appear in marmalade. Now, I don't exactly know what that means, but I do know that marmalade is pretty much just like soupy or jelly, soupy or chunky or jelly. So if you if you make my jellyfish soupy chunky, I think that I can just call that marmalade. And I think that I'm still okay. So it is then objectively not a jellyfish. <laughs> someone is yelling. Someone is yelling what marmalade and yeah, jelly and jam right about that. are at our at our podcast. I'm gonna. I think I want to say marmalade is jelly made with the the skins, like the rinds are left in to make marmalade. Yeah, marmalades yeah. are jellies that contain pieces of citrus fruit. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So weren't you just saying, Todd? That you wanted to add citric fruit mm. to my I, jelly. I don't believe that kiwi, papaya, or pineapple are actually citrus fruits. Really? He's got you there. He's got you there, Matt. Uh, they're, they're specifically listed as they break down jellies due to their proteins. Is Their enzymes. It's a, it's a tangelo. Pineapple, a citrus fruit. This is my favorite thing doing this stupid <laughs> video game podcast where we stumble upon new bits of information that are immediately not relevant as soon as we log off. Okay, so pineapple is definitely not citrus. Yeah. Papaya, not citrus. Three for three. Kiwi? Not. There's no way. No, no, not. Okay, you got me there. I didn't really know enough about fruits to argue with you. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> The John Cena music is playing in my head right now. Matt, you want to redeem yourself? I do. Okay, so here's the thing. It is so incredibly easy for me to sabotage these two. I don't even need to acquire extra fruit or extra ingredients at all to sabotage these two because what they've brought is so wishy-washy. So Todd's whole concept is it brings exactly what you need right exactly what i need is for todd's candy to be worse than mine so all i need to do is interact with todd's candy and it is immediately worse than mine no way around it because it becomes as todd said exactly what i need now kyle is going to go down in a very similar fashion because Andrew, are you familiar with Schrodinger's cat and the concept of Schrodinger's yes. box? I am familiar with this other philosophical term. Yeah, a thought experiment that illustrates a paradox of quantum superposition where things only change or obtain a state when they become observed. So for Kyle, I would say that his mystery candy only remains a mystery until you observe, until you open Schrodinger's box, right? And then the cat becomes dead. Now, Kyle's whole argument here is based on revealing this mystery to Paul Hollywood. So if I (laughs) were to observe in any fashion Kyle's mystery candy, 
then it would suddenly become a dead cat. It would just become a thing. And it might be something dumb like a red wrapped candy, or it could be something <laughs> terrible like the orange special basketball candy, which didn't even do anything special. It was just shaped like a basketball. There's actually one shaped like a dumbbell. I thought you were going to reference the coconut wheel, which sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, it could become a coconut wheel. It could become any of these things. All I have to do is momentarily observe Kyle's candy and then by this paradox of quantum superposition it would become something and Kyle would lose his mystery except that every mystery candy is different the mystery candy you are tasting and observing is going to be different than the one I'm giving to Paul Hollywood that's ridiculous could be better or worse I thought we were just like (laughs) we were making a candy for Paul Hollywood like I've I just have to observe. I'm sabotaging the candy you made for Paul. Yeah, you sabotaging. I don't know the math to get my my mystery candy recipe down to one little candy, Matt. I'm making a batch of candy and letting Paul Hollywood pick from the batch. Because look, the the hold on. Let me let me explain. the The prompt is you have to you have to make a candy for Paul Hollywood. But if you want to try to incept Paul Hollywood <laughs> to make him think that he is not eating candy. And you're able to successfully do that. You can certainly do that. This is a Fox reality show now. <laughs> I'm confused. So when you make a batch of these, are they each a different flavor? Or are they all just really a big bag of one mystery flavor? That's the mystery, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking worst answer. Takes a sip of coffee, sets down cup in victory. We we should also note that it is it is early for us on the East Coast. It is two hours earlier for Kyle. <laughs> this is what you're getting. All right, Kyle, do the do whatever. All right, <laughs> how I'm sabotaging these candies? Easy, easy peasy. Todd, lucky the lucky candy. I'm hiding the crack cocaine that I'm assuming Todd <laughs> puts in his lucky candy to I make was it taking a drink <laughs> <laughs> to make it whatever you want it to be. I'm assuming it's it's drugs, it's morphine or something. I'm just dumping that down the sink. Todd's lost his magic sparkle. He's just got regular like compressed sugar now, which will be fine, but it isn't winning any competitions. And then to sabotage Matt, we all know the appeal of any blue candy is not the flavor that comes out of it, because we don't know what that tastes like. The appeal is that electric blue color hitting your eyes as you put it into your mouth. So to sabotage the blue jellyfish, I'm going to add a lot of orange lingonberries to his recipe when he's not looking to muddy that color and make it so they come out a nice brown jellyfish that is going to be appealing to no one and instantly lose the charm of eating a blue jelly candy. Well, in Candy Crush, jellyfish work like real candies where they only work if you match them with their color. So I think by the logic of Candy Crush, you just you are physically incapable of adding orange lingonberries to my blue lingonberries. They won't combine. It just won't combine. It won't combine. It's, it's like an oil and water situation. What happens when you make a recipe where the ingredients won't combine, Matt? You get a horrible mess. So well, I can just like sabotage strain out the orange lingonberries, Kyle. <laughs> You're arguing candy logic, and I'm talking about lingonberries. They're two completely different logics, Matt. The lingonberries will mix, even if the candies will not. It's not a candy until you've finished the recipe. God, now I have to Google what a lingonberry actually is. (laughs) Uh, Apparently they can grow in Ohio. No shit. They look like the inside of pomegranates. Yeah. Weird. Well, guys, I have good news and bad news. 
the good news is that Paul Hollywood is here, but the bad news is that while Matt was Googling what lingonberries are, because now that hat can't be cut out of the of the audio, <laughs> Paul has sampled each one of your candies, and surprise, he hates them. And that's probably because we let each of you fuck up each other's candies. <laughs> and here's the thing. It, we, anybody who's watched The Great British Bake Off knows if Paul Hollywood hates two things, it's bananas and fake cocaine. So mm. he's going to give each of you one last chance to impress him by incorporating your chosen candy into a pastry and or dessert of your own choice. Bakers, go forth and bake, and we will review your new concoctions after the break. Hey, are you ready for Mephisto to be in this show? Because he's going to be in this show. <laughs> From the nerds at Debate This comes The Pluse is Loose, a podcast where we break down every episode of the latest MCU shows being aired on Disney+. Dottie was going to be the embodiment of Mephisto. I feel very strongly that whether it was Mephisto... I do not think this is Mephisto. This is Mephisto. I'm Mephisto. You Mephisto. I'm going to keep saying Mephisto. I'm Mephisto. Shards of Mephisto. Mephisto. It's Mephisto. <laughs> How many times can we say Mephisto in this podcast each week we talk through plot details easter eggs and our own predictions for how the shows will end her husband who she talks about but we've yet to see is Ooh, yeah. likely going to be mephisto be she me mephisto the mailman is mephisto huh? everyone is mephisto <laughs> mephistology the study of mephisto okay so let's talk about this mephisto bit schindler's mephisto find us on spotify apple podcasts or wherever you download podcasts what we didn't get were any mephisto sightings I'll be at the bar drinking a beer and waiting for Mephisto to show up. Everybody, welcome back. Cut to B-roll of pleasant music and probably a cascading waterfall or something that's really uh, pleasing to the eyes. British countrysides. Yeah, uh, British B- countryside. B-roll of sheep somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got to have that sheep, that that good, good sheep B-roll. We got to get on that. Um, all right. So, gentlemen, we've uh, we've given you... X amount of time to prepare your pastries and or desserts uh, by incorporating your chosen Candy Crush Saga candies to present to Mr. Paul Hollywood. Todd, what are you presenting today? This was also, um, took some creative thinking, but I think we came to something really great. And that is everyone loves seven layer bars, right? Like it's a bar filled with just like the best shit you've ever had. Who knows what all seven layers are? You couldn't name them right now. I couldn't. One of them's chocolate. Anyway, (laughs) so what we are doing is we are creating an eight layer bar and the eighth layer is pieces of lucky candy. And so that's too many layers. Your bar is structurally unsound. You madman. The the nerds at R&D, they tried it out and, and, you know, most most of the experiments were successful. And so what this is, is that eighth flavor is going to complement whatever those other seven flavors are. This dessert is like improv jazz for your taste buds. It's just going to be like, you don't know what's coming next. Like, boom, but here it comes and it's good. You never know what's next, but each flavor note will be better and builds upon the one before it. And that is eight layer bars. It has a lot of the same energy of that like seven minute abs where it's like, no, I'm going to come up with six minute abs. Like, it's, 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 it's that. Yeah. What, much like Icarus, Todd may or may not be flying too close to the sun. Now, nine layer bars, madness. Matt, what have you what have you prepared for for Paul? Well, Andrew slash Paul Hollywood, I would like to gift you a lingonberry jam tart with cardamom, something that personally I think sounds pretty delicious. 
and some would describe as an easy one bowl Scandinavian inspired shortbread crumble tart with a fabulous flavor combo. Some might even say that they would sidetrack their diet for a second slice and it will be worth it. <laughs> what uh, what recipe website are you on right now, Matt? Uh, the view from great island.com, Kyle. Oh my Perfect. God. Check the show notes for a link. All right. <laughs> Kyle? Well, Andrew, in, in keeping with theme, I'm making a pastry also with an air of mystery to it. So I am making my famous mystery candy king's bread. For those of you unaware, king's bread is a is a Christmas pastry. It's bre- sweet bread jam-packed with, with candies. And if you cut open the piece that has the tiny toy ba- baby Jesus in it, you win. You win the king's bread, and apparently you have to throw a party in February for everyone. Is that the Mardi Gras cake? It's Mar- yeah, Mardi yes. Gras does a variation of it, okay. but the, the tradition began with Christmas. Oh. So in, I'm making my king's bread. There will be one piece of mystery candy hidden in the king's bread, um, surrounded by, I guess, blue jellyfish and Todd's lucky candy. So um, if you find the mystery piece, you win and get to throw a party for all of your friends. How many people a year do you think choke on plastic Jesuses? Um, I think it's like a non-zero amount. I think amount. it's, oh, it's sure. just above choking hazard size. I think the, it's the plastic Jesus has some heft. Yeah, that sounds like you're you're not having a solution. You're creating a challenge. <laughs> like... <laughs> all right, guys. Well, while Paul Hollywood uh, noms down on all of your perfectly concocted creations. We're going to change up closing statements a little bit because our producers just got so enthralled with the thought experiments and they, they've, they've asked me to pitch something to you. So gentlemen, in, in lieu of formal closing statements, I want each of you to answer this question. If Paul Hollywood eats a candy in the forest, but no one is around to see it, did Paul Hollywood eat that candy? Todd. <laughs> 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 yes does a paul hollywood shit in the woods <laughs> the answers are one and the same if he has to he will what the fuck <laughs> matt so the question is if paul hollywood eats a candy in the woods and no one is yep. around to see him mm-hmm. eat that candy does he eat that candy correct yeah, yeah, I think Paul Hollywood is a man of taste. I don't think he would turn down a candy. I I believe in the fortitude of Paul Hollywood's gut and his ability to consume unrelented by the viewership of his consumption. Paul Hollywood eats that candy. Perfect. I think we're also forgetting the layer of is he eating it for survival? Is he alone in the woods and he's lost? And for for sustenance, he must eat said candy. And that's that answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Kyle, what do you think? I'm gonna take Paul Hollywood at his word. If if Paul Hollywood said he ate that candy, then yeah, believe all Pauls. Um, he ate that candy. <laughs> unless, hashtag believe all Paul. Unless Paul's been accused of anything unsavory <laughs> that I don't want to. That I don't. Then don't believe Paul and uh, believe believe the people accusing him of things. But in the case of did he eat candy in the woods? <laughs> I believe Paul ate candy. Andrew, I have a question to pose back to you, though. Of course. What is the sound of one Paul Hollywood clapping? <laughs> uh, well, it, it, it is much like, uh, much like your candies. It is subjective. 
Wait, I've got I've got one too. Um, okay, so Paul Hollywood and his son Paul Hollywood are in a car accident, and Paul Hollywood dies, and he goes yeah, to the hospital. It's it's, and the, it's doctor, the mom. It's the, the mom. Says, well, let's I can't move on. on Paul Hollywood. I'm Paul Hollywood. Two Paul Hollywoods leave the train station at the same time. <laughs> one Paul Hollywood is going 100 miles an hour. One Paul Hollywood is going 60 miles an hour. <laughs> Where do Paul those Paul Hollywood leaves meet? from Hollywood, California. One Paul Hollywood leaves from St. Paul, Minnesota. Where did the Where does the Paul Hollywood from Hollywood and the Paul Hollywood from St. Paul become St. Paul Hollywood? What I got? Well, I got no. I got one more. Go, I got one go more. Then we're done. A chimney up, but can't go up a chimney down. <laughs> I got one more. Then we're done. Uh, Paul Hollywood's doctor tells him to watch Great British Bake Off, and Paul Hollywood says, "But doctor, I am Paul Hollywood." <laughs> anyway, let's stop this and go with good vibes. Oh, <laughs> uh, this was really fun. Um, man, in the in the list of the things we should do to open the season, I didn't think Candy Crush would be the one, and I'm really happy it was because this was dumb and it's fun. And it gives me a lot of hope for what we're going to do in the remainder of the year. <laughs> hope and concern, I think. Equal parts. Yeah. Uh, it's one part hope. Mostly. Yeah, it's one part hope, uh, two part concern cooked at a medium low temperature to a simmer. <laughs> oh, yeah, you guys did cool shit. Uh, that's what I meant to say. Here. Uh, the, <laughs> the, the, the jellyfish, but it is jelly and not fish. Um, that was a very, very good candy. That was also... That's what brought me to Lucky Candy, because on the uh, CandyCrushFandom.com slash wiki slash candies, the green Lucky Candy is just two below jellyfish. And uh, Kyle, I never got to Mystery Candy. That is a type of chaos that I can't go for. But I think you did a really good job arguing for a thing that could be sugar and could be poop. The fact that you weren't immediately discounted right out of the gate really <laughs> says something for the argument you brought here today. We all we all love a good mystery, Todd. <laughs> Even the poop one. Yeah, this was a this was a wild ride. Our ability to turn a conversation about Candy Crush into a philosophical conversation <laughs> uh, about uh, subatomic superposition or quantum superposition or whatever <laughs> is real reason why we shouldn't record before noon. <laughs> uh, but this was great. Todd, I expect nothing less of you to come with a Metal Dracula answer for oh, a right. season premiere episode. Great job. Kyle, unhinged <laughs> chaos is the only <laughs> thing I can say about the mystery candy. But I think that when I was a kid and I was leaving the doctor's office and they would offer me a dumb, dumb lollipop, I would grab the mystery flavor more than I would grab any other flavor. Damn right you and would. I gotta give you that, man. That's That's good tactics, so... Good job all around. The mystery box could be anything. It could even be a boat. <laughs> um, oh, it's good vibes, and it's my turn. Um, guys, we all, we did it. We opened the season. We brought that wild, chaotic, manic energy that we all strive to achieve for our, our season opener, and I'm proud of us all. Todd, you you chased the same thread I did, but you didn't want any bad vibes in your in your answer, and I respect that decision, but if anything... 2020 and 2021 led me to believe that we we can't avoid the bad vibes we just have to deal with them and um matt yeah blue swedish fish is is a top tier candy and it's probably the second best act like actually the second best candy of the candy crush candies after the color bomb yeah because that's the only like chocolate one and everyone knows chocolate is better than fruit flavored candy um but no one brought chocolate so that that didn't come up 
So good, good job to you as well. Excellent job, everybody. So let me, let me talk you through what happened. So Paul has now officially tasted all three of the concoctions. Uh, Paul's immediate reaction to the eight-layer bar, he bit, he bit into it, Todd's eight-layer bar. Lucky, lucky candy eight-layer bar, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Paul looked left, looked right, and then much like Jesus at the temple, Paul flipped the tables <laughs> and screamed, it's too many layers, and became enraged. Can he name which one of the eight layers, which which of the which la- put eight, him over eight layers? Yeah. <laughs> He, it it's, it's hard to say. It was the nougat, wasn't it? It's it's hard to say. In his barbarian like rage, he's really he's very inconsolable and just he's not he's Todd, barely was, saying anything. It was the words. shredded coconut. It's it, always it the would, shredded coconut. It had to have been the shredded. Yeah, that's that's on me. To to then kind of calm himself down, Paul thought of his favorite childhood movie, which is of course Ghostbusters. Unfortunately, Paul bit into the mystery mystery candy king cake. While he he very much enjoyed it, he felt symptom he fell victim to the exact thing that happens at the end of ghostbusters which he tried not to think about the stay puffed marshmallow man and he thought about the stay puffed marshmallow man ergo the mystery candy became the stay puffed marshmallow man and paul hollywood exploded because the stay puffed marshmallow man formed inside the king cake so after paul hollywood um, after after the little bits of Paul Hollywood, after all reformed. the all the king's horses and all the king's men put Paul <laughs> Hollywood back together. Again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, after after Paul Hollywood reformed uh, via osmosis, he uh, took a bite of the lingonberry tart and he looked at the camera. and He said, "Good crust." So Matt, <laughs> yeah, perfect, you are perfect our winner bake. today on a, on a near perfect bake of the of the jellyfish lingonberry tart. Congratulations to Matt for winning the very first Great Debate This Test Kitchen Bake Off Challenge featuring Paul Hollywood. Woo! I'm going to take my blinging berries. I'm going to go home. Um, I'll give you each one last time for a quick 25-second confessional. Oh, um, the, the, so the, the Lucky Candy was just straight crack. It was, <laughs> it was crack cocaine um, with a little bit of confectioner sugar in it. Um, everyone should really just sit and some egg yolks to bind. Yeah, to bind yeah, it all. Some, some egg. Some it's actually whipped egg whites uh, to make like a nice crystallized meringue. Everyone should just like sit down and take a nap for a while. Like you're gonna be all right, but you're gonna need some time. Kyle, do you have anything you want to say to the producers? Oh, uh, um, yeah. Um, I you know we we did our best. We did what we came to do, which was was throw a little a little of the unknown, a little spice into this competition. And even though I'm disappointed that we lost, I wouldn't change anything. I'm happy to be here. Perfect. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening in to Debate This. You all can follow along with the arguments on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Debate This Cast, or visit our website at debatethiscast.com. If you like our shenanigans and want to support what we're doing, please consider telling a friend about the show. Um, as you probably know already, podcasts are very much a word-of-mouth kind of thing. And so recommendations really are how we survive, get the word across. Um, also, if you like our stuff, go check out The Plus is Loose. It's a show where we talk about the MCU shows on Disney+. Plus. We just wrapped Hawkeye as of recording this a couple weeks ago. Hawkeye was a, a show that featured Marvel characters, <laughs> is what I can say about that show. Until next time, I'm Andrew Henderson. I'm Todd. Lucky Candy is brought to you in partnership with Activision Blizzard and Big Pharma. Thomas. I'm Matt. Lingonberries and creamy bailey from a shoe, Cole. And I'm Kyle. 
I Lingonberry, you Lingonberry, he, she, we, Lingonberry, Harper. And we're saying thanks for debating with us. And if you think we're wrong, you can come fight us behind the swing sets, nerds.